It's time for Coffee Talk with Two Blind Crew. Yeah. Two Blind Crew. Two Blind Crew. Daddy, what's wrong with you? And welcome to Coffee Talk with Two Blind Crew. I am Jeff. I am Greg. How you doing? Uh, and it is time for some coffee talk. So what's up with coffee talk, Greg? What are we doing? What are we talking about? I don't know. We got <sighs> nothing. <laughs> we're just hanging out. This a lot of times, you know, we'll hear from the Lord a particular direction we should go. And uh, apparently, uh, communications are down or our antennas are broken or... That's time... probably just the way it's supposed to be. Or it's just time for some fun. So Greg uh, had the idea. So I'm pitting this on you if it's a miserable failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. No, it's, it was his idea, but I agree. We're just gonna we're just talking. It's coffee talk. Greg, why don't you start out? Share we're just sharing weird experiences. Not necessarily well, modern stuff, but just fun stuff. Different things, I guess, today. I I was sitting here thinking a minute ago, but this is off subject since we don't have one, so I guess it's on subject. <laughs> exactly. Are there are there areas in your house that as far as you're being blind that you're not allowed to, to participate in? Do you have stuff that you can... I I don't know if there's areas I'm not allowed, but there's areas I'm afraid to go in. For no, example, that's two different things. My I wife's just... closet. I know, I've been in there before, and I've tried to straighten it up and remove the shoes so I can clean the the hardwood floors at the at the bottom, and uh, that's it's, it's not recommended. No, you don't do that. No, uh, Melda Marcos uh, doesn't like it when you mess with her shoes. Apparently, they're in some sort of mystical order. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to have to look down when you get dressed. You slip your feet in them. No, I I, I knew this rule when I was uh, in my first round, uh, when I had teenage daughters and stuff, that you just do not do their laundry. Do not. <laughs> just stay away from the laundry. And I knew better because once they had a cashmere sweater, and I thought I was really doing them a favor. I did all their laundry, and they came home, and then they were, like, screaming because they <laughs> clothes fit their baby dolls after that. <laughs> So, I, you know, of course, being a man, that this one wasn't all my fault. And I can say that because Kim's not in here. Uh, but I did that again this week. I, I, oh, no. Got, we got mixed up on the laundry and I rewashed some clothes. Uh, and we just had a miscommunication. Of course, I just hit the dry button and it's hot. And so Kim was like, oh, man. So she had these clothes that she was wearing, some tops and some pants, you know, and I, I think we're going to give them to our five-year-old granddaughter now. I think they'd fit her described. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think that's a that's that's a thing there. I don't know that I've ever shrunk anything, but I have been known to alter the colors and hues of certain things. <laughs> You know, you're pretty certain uh, the colors are separated and somehow that one black sock or the one red t-shirt somehow snuck into the whites. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we have uh, our towels or uh, kind of that tie-dye look, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I, yeah, we just, I'm trying to convince Kim into just getting rid of all the colored towels and washcloths. Just go with white. I bleach everything and we're done, but. That's great, man. You look like some kind of cleric or something, dressed in white from head to toe. Yeah, or an angel. It kind of glows, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, really, she could get back at me very easily, Bob. I usually have this color identifier that I do my clothes with, you know, my socks and stuff. But sometimes she'll help me, and I can't help but wonder, 
is she doing this on purpose? Black and white, black and white. <laughs> you just never can tell. Yeah, that looks great with those pants. So you, lesson one is never ask if you're blind, don't ask your spouse if your clothes match, if she's mad. Yeah, that could be a, that could be a thing. You know, I always wondered, especially, you know, growing up when my eyes were, uh, you know, significantly better than they are today. And uh, I grew up being a big fan of Stevie Wonder, not just because of his musical talents, but uh, his hair. (laughs) Yeah, the hair. No, uh, and we're talking right. the long braids, I presume. Um, yeah, but n- no, it's a, he actually he and I uh, share one thing in common, and apparently and sadly, it's not the level of musical talent. It's the uh, uh, what made him blind is right now is pigmentosa, and that's what I got. It's not nearly as bad, and of course, again, nowhere near the talent. But he, um, uh, I, I always wondered, you know, if somehow science or a touch from the divine one day he could see 2020 and he went back and looked at all the videos from all the award shows and performances he'd be angry at how people have been dressing him all these years or would he think that's pretty cool i'm just saying he's worn some wild outfits i i just wonder if he had a clue just wish i had some of them because i'd probably wear them I really want, you know, because I used to play music out a lot. I, I always wanted a Porter Wagner outfit. Who? You know, Porter Wagner. Who is that? I forgot, you're not a country guy. He had this show. And he had a Spangle outfit. You know, it was, uh, I forget what you call them, sequins and all that stuff. Pants, jacket, <laughs> everything just sparkled, man. His hair was in place. Had the tie going, the whole spill. It was great. Well, I don't know if this might be close, but I've always kind of envisioned you as more of a rhinestone cowboy or like... Rhinestones, that's what it was. Or yeah. like Elvis a la 1970 Aloha from Hawaii tour with that white jumpsuit <laughs> he wore with the big And back with the white again, see? Maybe that's... But uh, you also have to... Did he have those like big Elton John looking sunglasses that went with that? Yeah, yeah, and the hair. I don't have the hair anymore. <laughs> like her much. Maybe I should be a, an Elvis impersonator in my next life. That'd be great. Uh, Maybe I could be a, a Jeff Gorillo impersonator. That... Next week we'll do that. We'll dress up like each other. I didn't <laughs> that. I was talking about laundry and stuff, and it got me to thinking about something. One time I had a. Um, I used to whenever I was in. Uh, uh, there was a period of time where I was having a lot of eye surgeries and I could see really good until my eye would like perforate and pop and then <laughs> cornea would leak and all those fun things. And then I'd have to go generally to Cincinnati to get it fixed. And one time I was headed that way, it had happened and everything in the house had gone wrong. The water heater had caught on fire downstairs. The front porch fell off of the house like two days before that. And then my eye popped. So where my sister comes over to help me get stuff ready to go on this, this stinking trip. And uh, I had done laundry, but um, so I, I told her, I said, well, my, my clothes are in the dryer. Just grab those jeans and T-shirts out of there and just throw them in the suitcase and I'll be fine. So we did that. And my daughter got in the, drove me to, started towards Cincinnati. And we stopped in Asheville at another eye doctor's office. But the, the really sad part of the story is, is about halfway up the mountain. Uh, the telephone rings and it was her husband. They lived with me at the time. And he said, have you seen all my clothes? 
And Katie said, well, no, they were in the dryer. And apparently she had changed the clothes <laughs> from the dryer and dried his. I said, oh, gosh, they're in my suitcase. <laughs> so I was headed to Cincinnati with my son-in-law's clothes, which were not going to fit. And uh, there was some redeeming grace in this. I couldn't believe it. My eye doctor in Asheville was a great guy. And uh, we told him, and Katie and I were sitting there laughing, and he just, he laughed, but he was, he came back in the room about 15 minutes later, and the, oh, and the doctor's office had taken up a collection, and he gave me 200 some dollars and gave them to my daughter and said, go give him some clothes. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's pretty hard. <laughs> I couldn't hard. believe it. But, God, you talk about feeling kind of stupid. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have any clothes. That <laughs> so is anyway, funny. That's pretty bad. Well, the bad side of that story, then you had to squeeze a shopping trip in there, but yeah, yeah. that was that was good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one for shopping. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. So do if that. I look funny, it's because my wife dresses me funny. That's 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 my story, and I'm sticking to it. I hate I hate shopping for clothes. Somebody asked me why you always wore pink. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue with you, but I guess. It's I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm wearing black or blue or something. I'm not real sure. I think most of my stuff is black and blue. Oh, man. Matches my inner child. Black and blue. <laughs> yeah, black and blue. It's, it's a good all, thing all those bruises go away. Isn't it? Problems of the past, but... We can't fall down anymore. Just You just can't fall without really paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a, a day where I can uh, see the counter coming. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and you both. Those counters for both of us. You you knocked your head pretty bad or nose, didn't you? Yeah, I was. Uh, I had a little tiny cut on the bridge of my nose, but it was really my my forehead and my head was ringing for about two days. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't an official diagnosis, but I self-diagnosed uh, mild concussion, but. You know, it yeah. probably was just, uh, I think the official were, uh, diagnosis was, I got a boo-boo. <laughs> right. It's amazing, though, how they hurt. I, and it's, I think God gives you a, a harder head whenever you're blind or something, because I, I walked into a door that was half open the other day, and I swear I heard something crack, and I didn't know, I don't know whether it was me or the door. It's just, oh. you just do that a lot. Uh, it's just part of being blind, I guess. You're just going to get... It slowed me down a lot. I used to walk really fast before I lost my sight. Mm -hmm. Just ADD and ding, ding, burn, but now not anymore. <laughs> no. Why well, well, just start talking Chinese, man? What are you doing? <laughs> well, you know. I thought you were talking about the uh, the new uh, president for life, Jing. What's his name? Jingping Jing or something like that. Jing He She or something. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into trouble with our uh, our potential uh, Asian followers, uh, let's move on. You know, Please. we talk about all these crazy stories going blind, and you know, the one thing the Bible doesn't tell us are the behind-the-scenes stories of after Saul, later referred to as Paul, you know, he was struck blind in Damascus, and he spent uh, however many days it was, uh, off the top of my head, I'm going blank, just remembering this on the fly, but... Yeah, he had to, to, to travel and uh, be brought to uh, the guy that was waiting to pray for him and restore his right. sight. But, uh, you know, clearly it was his Iris first. or something, wasn't it? it was, yeah, something like that. It, it was his first trip as a blind man. 
no pun intended, or is it? I don't know. But you know, crazy things had to have been happening for him. You know, he walked into a couple of camels or tripped over something or, you know, clearly, you know, <laughs> didn't pour it. But yeah. you just wonder, I'm... like one day, that, that'll have to be one of the conversations we have at the marriage feast of the lamb. Yeah, well, you know, I, that those texts always, I always thought about those a lot more because you and I have, have kind of stumbled into that. One day you're seeing, and the next day, bam, you got there's something happened, and so you kind of can relate to to that being sort of lost. Yeah, you're you're here, but you're not, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, so. you you more so than me. You had more of a a, a fast uh, change. Me, it was real gradual. I recall pretty vividly trying to shave one day uh looking in the mirror and just realizing oh my gosh you know it, it just it got blurry to the point where for the first time i couldn't really see my my face clearly it could no longer see like my own eyes and tell what what eye color i had and that just kind of freaked me out that that realization that one day like oh no <laughs> into a whole different uh whole different realm here yeah. it was uh, disturbing but it's not good. Mine was yeah. real slow for a while, and then when it started going, man, I, there was like one day I think some kind of fat lipid or something came out of a blood vessel and got in my cornea, and that party was over. It just turned real white and gooey, and that was uh, that's all I saw. It was really strange, but yeah, it's it makes you wonder about that kind of stuff. And then when Jesus healed these blind guys, you know, and I. It, it was always kind of interesting to me when he healed anybody. Generally, he told them not to go back the way you came or not go back into the town. And when I was doing recovery uh, ministry, that was that had particular meaning to uh, the gang. And in that when we're healed from stuff, Jesus kind of gives us a second chance sometimes and tells us, to, you know, turn. Don't don't go back to where you came from. Uh, because he just knows we're going to fall back into the same, same stuff again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Back into the city, and whether it's blindness or what. Um, well, I kind of remind you of when he said, "Now go and sin no more, lest something worse come upon you." And, yeah. Uh, well, wow. that's, that's it. it. For for starting so incredibly random, we actually ended up someplace by accident. I like it. Yeah, it's always good. God did come out. We should probably cut it right here, though. <laughs> he works, he works it up well with fools, I, I hope. But, uh, yeah, it's been good. Next week, uh, we will be back. I'm headed to West Virginia. Maybe I'll bump into some of my buddies up there at the Isaac Jackson Motel. And uh, Free plug, free plug. Yeah, free plug. I get to go back. I love that place. It's a great motel. Now, what instrument did he play? I don't know. I think what, he played. One of the Jackson Five? Or yeah. He was the bass player. That was the sixth one, right? The yeah. one they didn't talk about. Yeah, yeah. he's the one that made the uh, made the cinnamon rolls. Oh, well, well, thank I you, think Jeff. this is uh this is it. This sounds like a good place to wrap this package up. What do you say, Greg? God bless you. See you soon. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Please.